Hi everyone, you're listening to the Bialucci podcast, uncensored and completely unedited discussions about life and everything in it. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, we are here. Hello, oh, that's everyone. Annoy me. Can you just throw that? Oh no, just just bung it on the thing. That's it. Because I didn't know if it was in camera shot or not. It's not. It's fine. Anyway, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. Yeah. So, um, well, Charles, you're here. I haven't seen you for a while. Um, yes, I'm. I'm out about. Yeah, you've been about. You didn't disappear anywhere. Uh, no. You said you're not feeling too well today. Yeah, but you made it in. No I did. What. It's been a, it's been a rough few days. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You so um, Louis, who does our production like production yes. stuff, he's drilled most of the things in here. Um, he, I, I was in Mill Hill and I had to meet him here. Oh, shit, I said, where? I was in North London and I had to meet him here to do some stuff at night. And he phoned me. It's how sweet he is. He said, um, he said the, the, the motorbike's broken down on the side of the road. And I said, look, okay, forget. I've got to come in anyway. Don't just sort yourself out. Don't yeah. get stressed. Um, and um, so I'm here and I'm, I pull up here. And then he pulls up in his bike. And I said, what have you done? He said, oh, I just fixed it. I didn't want to leave it. So I've, I've managed to get it here. I was like, geez, like oh. you should have just sorted yourself out because now he's got to think about fixing the bike after having come in to do the work. And he wasn't getting paid. God. I said, so he still struggled to get here on his broken bike. <laughs> he said, I was filling it up with water. And then filling it up with, <laughs> just, and I thought. Driving along, just filling it up with water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. But those sort of things you remember about people, do you know what I mean? He's like, that's a bit, that's not a little thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's natural. <laughs> Should we introduce our love? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Jesus. Hello. Hello. You, um, how do you say your full name? Jesus, how old are Oh, how do you allow English people to pronounce your surname? Um, how much latitude do you yeah. allow? Ag- Agudo. Agudo, okay. okay. Yeah, there's a right, actually. Oh, there you go. Um, so what, where's that from? That's Spanish? I'm a Spanish, yeah. Oh, okay. Why, um, how long have you been in London? Uh, for five years now. Oh, five years? Yes. How do you describe yourself? Because it's like a digital con- a creator, an Instagrammer? Or- yes. So I'm a content creator and uh, I run a small branding firm here yeah. in London. And yeah, uh, at some point when I moved here, I decided to go brave, set up my own firm, be an entrepreneur. And your company is your website or is your company name? Blessings. Oh, Blessings. Yes, okay. that is my, the name of my company. Um, my background is in advertising. And when I was, um, when I was in the advertising agency, I was just like, I really want to have my own agency and I want to make it for good and I want to do good stuff. And I said, well, the best thing can happen to you is the blessing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the best yeah. thing you can give or receive. So, and that's why I decided, you know, just to go with Blessings. But it, it, has the company got its own website or is it all through your named website? No, it's my web Blessings.global. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I only saw the, your name, the, the website, your name. Jesus. Well, the thing is, I have my own brand as well. I, can, yeah, I yeah. do my own blog and I have a lifestyle blog. I've been doing it since I moved to London, basically five years as well. Okay. So, and um, finally, after five years, things are pretty much lining into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so There's I'm, always a messy period that you've got f- before things you, start to click you into place. you to figure it out. Because it's never, you, I was saying to somebody the other day, whenever you're starting something, you have to leave a lot of room if it's not going to be perfect. Whatever you think it is right now, no. you're going to get knocked that way, knocked that way. As long as you've got a general idea of where you're trying to get, wait, it will click into place, yeah. but you just got to keep going. Things happen. It you is. meet people. Things yes. make sense. Yes. Um, oh, I saw in your, you know, I was talking about before the show where I went out. It was to, I saw on your Instagram page, St. James's, St. James's St. Bar. St. James's Bar. Yeah, I love it. What's the place. other word for it? Sophie, um, S-O-P. Sophie. Um, it, it's St. James's Bar, but yes. there's another thing. Because uh, when I was booking it, it's another name. So wait, the Sophie Hotel. So oh, that's it. Okay, it is yeah, a yeah. really big hotel. It's actually in, in Mayfair. And I love, love the bar. It's one of my favourite uh, yeah. 
places here in London. And that's actually what my blog is about. Oh, uh, yeah, that's I all. Have a, I have a lifestyle blog and I review and talk about the best places to go in London. Yeah, so because that was recently you'd been there, I think. Or you'd, yeah. Was, and I, yeah. that was the only the other day. That's where I went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so I can, a little bit expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, it is but you get what you pay it's for. It's really good, man. You know, I mean, yeah. it has a bloody, you know, like a six foot uh, frame on the top. Yeah. The decoration is amazing. It's a stunning place. It was very dark. Yes, it is. And I was trying to be I like polite. Well, I like dingy places. <laughs> um, That's where I thrive. I, 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 I was, I was stuck in a sort of polite moral quandary of like, okay, it's very dark in here yeah. for six o'clock. Oh shoot! And I couldn't see the thing. Yeah. And I thought it's going to be impolite if I get my phone yeah. out. Yeah. That's really rude to get the light out with the phone. That's very. And I thought, but I can't see what this it's, says. It's kind of part of the vibe, you know. And I think yeah. all the lights are kind of, you kind of have to kind of figure it out. No, right. But I noticed that as well yeah. of the place. I did say to the guy, because they had something called a passport yeah, but drinks. Thought, yeah, that's amazing. But I said to the guy, what's the passport thing? He said, oh, that's their brand of drinks. I don't think they do it anymore, do they? It was yeah, I don't think they're, I don't at the moment, but they do all the time. It was a menu called the passport where they had something from different countries, well, you know, drinks. All around the world. Okay. But um, I said to him, the guy, I said, you can't, all you've got is a picture of a passport. I thought it was a COVID thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I said, yeah, you, it didn't, you should have had drinks it's or aged, It probably aged poorly. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be something a bit different now. Yeah. Right, yeah. But um, yeah, there was a, what did we, they had a, a, a coffee martini. Oh gosh. That I'd never heard. That is quite interesting. It's a small drink. Yeah. The um, mixologist, I, uh, I met the head mixologist oh. a couple of times I've been there and they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staff there is like really, really qualified. Yeah, and They yeah. can make drinks from like, any type, as I, as I said, you know, it's such a shame that probably they'll do it again, the, the passport cocktail. But they do enough there. There's variations of everything in there. Like it was really good. And the drinks. They're actually, yeah. Funny enough, when, when they're there, they have behind all the bars and then on the left, they have like a very, very exclusive one. And it's one of the only bars that I think they have Louis thirteen, Louis sixteen, which is a very exclusive uh, cognac. Oh, it's a drink, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis XVI, that sounds pricey. <laughs> the, it has like a hundred year creation. And I, I actually know the brand manager here in the UK and they're very selective on the places they actually serve it. Right. So that place is top notch. So, so it wasn't a one-off time when you went there? You weren't just went reviewing a, it? I went a couple of times. I think the first time I went to, um, it was a press review and the next time I just went by myself. Oh, okay. When was the first time you went there? Before the COVID. Mm. <laughs> Before oh, COVID. Right. So, um, yeah. Actually, can we hear St. James... Hash, you know, we'll give them a shout out. Yeah, put them in. They're I might really have to cool. go there again. Yeah. I might have to go there again. Um, it's but, the things that changed a lot, obviously. Uh, as you can imagine, you know, uh, in 2019, I was all over the place and my blog was thriving and I pretty much built my brand into a lifestyle and suddenly I got stuck in the house. Right, yeah. So <laughs> what, what yeah. did you do? Um, just, uh, for the very beginning, it was really tough, but then I started to meditate and follow. Right. But I mean, in terms of content, um, so over the years, I've been such a, a good relationship with many brands yeah. and and PR agencies. So uh, I could, I was able, you know, to get a few campaigns of a product, but it's, it's up to a point that I can do things at home. Okay. So uh, yes, I got a few campaigns, and and you know, I kind of build the momentum over there, but. 
the the blog itself, the lifestyle blog, uh, it went pretty much pretty quiet because everything was really close. You can't do anything. You yeah, what can I do? You know. So did you go mad when it opened up again? Have just been visiting? Uh, <laughs> not really. You know, I'm trying to not to. You yeah. know, but uh, I was kind of really just trying to figure out a way that I can just help all the people. Yeah. You know that. Uh, I said to somebody the other day, you're one of two Instagram channels. Is that is that the term? channels that's done right? <laughs> And I don't know anything, but just from a cold look, I yeah. thought, as I said to the other person, I'd say it against yours. It's a very elegant, it does what it's supposed to do. And it's Thank not, you. you know, when somebody just throws stuff out yeah. and it doesn't look like that. It looks like you hold stuff back yeah. and put stuff in that's when it looks good and it's right, you put it in. Thank you, man. I think that is the key, mate, to really, you know, do anything right. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably why my brand has been growing so much and so fast. Over the past few years, I actually generally care. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, I'm a photographer myself. Oh, so right. Yeah, okay. I loved making content. And but who's taking your photographs when I'm seeing like full length things? And uh, sometimes I collaborate with people. Sometimes oh, okay. it's just my friend that's with me. You know, hey, oh, listen, okay. I cut a very easy DSLR. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do some good work. Yeah. So, Amazing, <laughs> you know. And I, you know, as a photographer myself, I'm always happy to help out. You know, just right, like, hey, can yeah. you do this? You know, but yeah, man, it's just quality. You right, know, yeah. and uh, maybe I, as, as you said, you know, there's a lot of people that just throw stuff out there you know but um, I just I like I'm much the type of guy that is just quality yeah I can bumming stuff out for the sake of it do you um, why did you leave Spain was um, it just the finite because I know a few people that left Spain I used to work with one of them on the podcast when uh, five or six seven years ago whatever it yeah. was things were bad in yeah. Spain weren't they yeah well I think Spain was pretty much one of the first of the countries you know in the oh, European Union right. was called like really hit by the Greece recession Spain, yeah. yeah it was one of the first one and I finished my degree in 2010 and then uh, I was kind of obviously looking for jobs and you know I did very well on, on my degree I did in visual arts specialized in digital design mm. and when i finished my degree i caught um a little internship and in it was like the it was a tv channel it was like the bbc uh but it was in for, spain yes but it was one of the production companies that actually uh works for the bbc itself okay. and we were developed this cultural channel and i was designing all the branding and all the logos and the interest and the outreach and i was super involved and and obviously the promise was you know as soon as we get live the channel goes live uh, you will get higher and then it will literally just the week before all the research so that people wasn't interested in culture and it just cancelled the project oh god and I got heartbroken yeah, as you can yeah, imagine yeah. I was just coming out yeah. of uni and I was full of energy ready and I, to go yeah and suddenly what to dance is like listen if I'm in a country and no interest in culture I might just not be here Right. So, uh, so yeah, I, I've just, I remember it was the summer and it was really hard. And I remember I was in the house and my mom says, listen, but why don't you just try to do something? So I applied for like government grant so you can travel and, yeah. and learn English. Oh, okay. I didn't speak zero English back then, like, by the way. Oh, you didn't learn it in English, Spanish school? Well, you do, but I was just like really broken. Yeah, okay, in Spain, yeah. I you can. Pro probably how I know Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, like oh, a, a couple of words. Yeah. And then when I get drunk, I start speaking French because yeah, I can exactly. do a lot better with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you know, it's not something that I, I was really good at. It. But anyway, I I got like a scholarship to go to Dublin, oh. and, and then I that's where I travel right after. But what's the scholarship? What do you mean you got? A it was it was a for a company. Yeah, no, it was the it was a government grant where they yeah. give you some money so you can go and study English abroad. Oh, English, it was like three okay. weeks. Yeah, and it was like yeah. in a university in Griffith. 
we would call it and I said to myself oh my god I'm going to uh, learn English I'm going to have a housemaid and it's going to be you yeah. know foreign and they were going to talk a lot and suddenly I arrived and they were all Spanish all of them oh right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, with the backpacks yeah. like, you know drinking smoking yeah. and and then after I'm not joking after a couple of weeks man I got um I met, I was in the pub and I met this guy and he said, oh, where are you from? I said, I'm Spanish. And he said to me, uh, well, Spanish is, Spain is folks, blah, blah, blah. And I said, like, all right, well, thank you. And he said to me, well, I'm folks because my business is doing very well. And I said, you know what? But here's my business card because you don't have a good website. I'll make a website for okay. you. And he actually rang me. Yeah. And I got like, a job. And then I stood there, you know, a little bit. What and- was the company? It was a Beth Rogers. It was a betting company. Oh, okay, right. And it was a private one, actually. You know, I got really interested in the bookies. And they were giving me a lot of job. I was designing, you know, when you go to the store, uh, to the bookies, I have, like, these animations. I was, it was a small one, you know, a party power. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I was doing the animations myself, and I made in the logo. And, and then after, I think it was about six months, he said to me, well, now it's time for you to be freelance. And he helped me to, you know, to become self-employed. And then when I went to set up myself as self-employed, the lady from the, from the, from the office told me, well, do you want to do something, you know, because you seem quite, you know, that you have a degree or anything, you came here to study. So I applied for like a student benefit and they give it to me. So I did a postgrade in marketing. In uh, Dublin? In Dublin, yeah. Oh, so then how long were you there for? I was there for four and a half years. Oh, right. Oh, yes. So it's like 10 years ago since you've been in yes. Spain. Have you been back? Of course I do. Yeah. Oh, how often? Well, I quite, quite well, often. Since. Well, <laughs> when, yeah, when yeah. I can, obviously. Yeah. You know, can, can, I mean, are you allowed to go to Spain right now? I don't uh, know. But it's an amber list. depends on the areas, you know. So oh, right. uh, it's funny enough, I'm, I grew up, I'm from, originally from Madrid, but I grew up in Ibiza. You probably know oh, about right, Ibiza. Yeah. My parents are there right now. Okay. I'm just like gagging to go. <laughs> but, you know, obviously uh, with their situation, I'm just going to wait for a little bit. So, so it, Ibiza isn't all what I think it is, is it? It must have a quiet part. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I, like, I haven't been, but I've heard. Yeah. yeah there is yeah. actually more to it than the pub. Right. It's not just a giant Just nightclub. English people, yeah. yeah. There's a lot, you know, there's yeah. a lot of Germans, there's a lot of uh, Dutch people. I mean, it's just a very touristic spot, yeah. but yeah, definitely it has like a really sad... I heard view. you can't mess about with the police over there. Yeah, in Somebody Spain. said, when well, he said, listen, do not mess around. No. They will smack you. In, if, yeah, don't you? It's not like over here where they have to write <laughs> no. letters to your mum yeah. and all that. They will hit, deal with you right there. You and can then. run along and steal their cat. Yeah. Like, like they can't really do much. To you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're white. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So how often, outside of COVID, where, how often do you go back? How, it's like a once well, a year? I went on Christmas and uh, luckily enough, I got a chance to go before the Tire 4. So I was there for like a month and a half. I got a chance to see my family. I was back in Madrid. So, what are you going to like once a year or what? What? Yeah, well, you know, because obviously I'm really busy. Yeah, and when I got time, I think the world is too big. You know, I don't want to go to Spain. You oh, know, right, on holiday, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to travel the world. So, uh, but when I got a chance to travel, I pretty much prefer to go abroad. I love it like a week or a weekend. You know, I prefer just to go overseas. So, where have you been? I love her. All over, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't Every, see, everywhere, just everywhere. I didn't yeah. see a lot on your Instagram channels in different countries. Did I? Yes, but you have to scroll down. So oh right, okay. uh, But yeah, um, in 2019, actually, things did very well. Uh, I got a press trip to Singapore. Oh, and and I discovered a lot of Southeast Asia, uh, which I've never been there before. So it's a bit of a highlight. And uh, yeah, after that, uh, it was a it was a sponsored trip by an influencer agency, oh. and they um, an influencer agency. Yes, yes, it was a press oh, trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and they were promoting all the uh, Singapore uh, dining scene, 
And yeah, so it just flew me over there. So how does an influencer agency work? What, like, it's like an acting agency. Yeah, but... exactly the same. Oh, okay. but I have, actually, I have influencers. Right. So I think but there's... what do the what do what do you get? What do they do for you? They send you on trips? Or... Yes. And they uh, spoke because obviously I specialize in uh, fine dining and high end restaurants, you know. So uh, they wanted to show me and showcase to the world and my audience okay. uh, all the finest restaurants in Singapore. Oh, okay. Right. And I suppose so, they get something for the. Yeah, okay, I do right. all the content. Obviously, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of people ask a lot of misconception about being an influencer. I mean, we're just media people, basically, you know. I mean, it's all fashion journalists write for newspaper where well, yeah. we have our own audiences. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, we'll make content for them basically so why have you um stuck around so long in england specifically have you got any plans to sort of go to america and do five years there or um i don't know we'll see oh you know, okay, maybe there's an influencer agency yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually funny enough i got a really good opportunity to travel to singapore mm. and they really wanted me for a little bit longer and mm. they wanted to just meet a few people etc etc et but but i'm okay here i like london i love the uk well we're still coming out the chaos aren't we really we yeah, just getting yeah everything to think. is a chaos yeah, all the yeah. time you know it doesn't really matter where you know i don't know i I love, you know, how cosmopolitan and edgy uh, London is. And I'm so close to home. If yeah. something happened, I can catch a flight today. Right, yeah, yeah. Just good not, you know. But you know what I mean? So, What's your favourite stuff to review? Is it restaurants? Is it... Experiences, yeah. So like what? Well, I don't know. One of a kind experience to do. Or like, a, let's just say something, you know, like this specific restaurant or place is doing this activation. A spa yeah. or that, okay. Well, mm -hmm. as well, you know, I think, you know, um, in terms of lifestyle and experiences, a cat is really, really broad. Yeah. It's, um experiences about the way that you feel. Right, yeah, yeah. And I think you can get that, you know, through a, a night in right, yeah, a course, restaurant. Yeah. You can get that in a weekend away in a yeah. countryside. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I love having a good time and sharing with my friends. When did you start your Instagram page? Can you remember? This is quite long ago. I was in Dublin, actually. Um, so what were, you, what were you doing before that? Was it like Twitter or Facebook? Yes, and I was doing a lot on Twitter, actually. Uh, I have quite a journey in social media. I've always been really good at it. It's right. just really weird, but I pretty much finished my degree with MySpace. It's I was just, just about to say, man, what, yeah. we're old. Isn't it funny how <laughs> things can just drop out? No. Like that quickly, um, MySpace. Well, that was like it. That yeah. Was, there's nothing it's, else. It's That's shit. it. Yeah. It was the Ask Jeeves of, um, yeah. <laughs> of social media. And there was really. nothing wrong with it, was no, there? No, it was looking brilliant. I yeah. get to so many people. On Is it still going? No. There's no MySpace.com? I don't know, actually. Have to Google. Can you Google? My I thought I saw a page of it. Something. I think I googled. Like, Is it a joke page? Something. <laughs> I think I googled. Do you remember like, this guy? It's called Tom. He was like the founder, and always had you as a friend. That, yeah. <laughs> it's still a uh, thing. Uh, yeah. God. <laughs> I, I think it's like flares. I think it can come back as being trendy that you're back on it again. I, Let's make it happen. Yeah. I would love to. Start the, revolution, the MySpace revolution. Yeah, we're all in there. <laughs> some hipster some hipster movement where everyone just goes back on MySpace, like, MySpace. ironically. <laughs> I mean, weird stuff happened. There's nothing wrong with it. Honestly, yeah. It's like uh, flip phones. Remember they had like yeah. a yeah, thing with flip phones oh, recently where like... everyone got them. Yeah, because yeah. everyone just liked that because they're oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you remember one that used to flick down? The Matrix one. You see, yeah. I, I had one. Great. They were great. Number two. I had one that had a button. You just press it and you just go. 
Oh, electric! Nice. So cool. cool. Yeah, I've it's a rubbish phone, terrible phone. <laughs> it ended up the battery ended up screwing up and ended up overheating, like right, yeah, swelling then, up and because yeah, no, so, eventually, just eventually, I I could only use it plugged in. Right. Oh no, yeah, I know. And what it mean, was yeah. just constantly dying, even when Red it was plugged hot. in. And then I, I took the back out, and then I took the back out, and then had a look at the battery, and the battery was just like, enormous, oh, no. wow. so, just glowing. Yeah, it was a Samsung as well, so it was really dangerous. Yeah, oh, God. God. Yeah, so that's how all started man i started in myspace it was just as finished and i was there was something very powerful about changing the background yeah and i remember back then i was just posting music about lady gaga and whatever i wanted but suddenly a lot of people started to follow me and when i moved to dublin i got really um, hooked up when i started to work on the startup scenes and i worked for a certain bit of time with web summit depending on web summit the really big tech and startup festival and i was on the live team and i was like sharing tweets all the time and i think over the three years i got thousands of followers on twitter and then from that one it came instagram and then uh, suddenly because i was kind of all over there when i talk about music the other ones talk about business right, startups yeah, yeah. suddenly when instagram came along i started to put pictures about myself Fun fact, actually. Oh, right. Fun fact, actually, I used to be a full-time model back in Madrid. So I kind of have those old photos of me in the oh, studios right, yeah. and events. And I said, well, let's just because on Instagram, everybody was. And I started to post pictures that about me. And then a lot of people started to follow me. Oh, right. And then I started to do pictures about what I was doing. And then a lot of people started right. to follow me. What are you on now then, other than Instagram? I think I'm pretty much everywhere. Um, I'm oh, trying okay, right. to keep up. You know, I have a TikTok actually over the lockdown. Oh, you didn't know? Oh. No, man. Yeah. And I, if you want to know somebody like their person, you've got to go TikTok. That's yeah. just like raw. This is me. <laughs> my most, This is me. Like you've known me for ten years. This is me with my flip flops on, acting silly. TikTok's, Everything else is a show. Uh, TikTok seems to be where people are getting in the most trouble right now as well. Oh it's God. always it's always who's getting the most heat. Uh, it used to be Twitter. It used to be Facebook. Then it was Twitter, yeah. and then it seems to be like TikTok. Who owns TikTok? He's opened by like a bigger company. Oh, yeah, the Chinese group. Yeah, who's yeah. that? The Chinese group. And what do they? Own? Oh, it's uh, Chinese. It's Ch- affiliated with the Chinese government, something, isn't it? There was. A, I was really reluctant because there was like a huge state of security about it. But uh, right, yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's a great. Fun. I mean, it's content, man. You know, you have to take it as it is. It's yeah, there's nothing media. political. It's just fun, isn't TikTok? Yeah, isn't it? and not, as I said, everybody. Not, yeah, you're not going to get in trouble for for what post jokes. Juggling rabbits, or well, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's I'm saying people are starting to get trouble because. Uh, what? Cause I mean, what? People start to put uh, political content and seri- oh, more right. serious stuff on it. So, you know, it, as the audience gets bigger, then you're going to have more. Yeah. more you're going to have different topics and different subjects being discussed. I so. don't know if I mentioned this before, but I just read this article. They were talking about how um, the countries were getting political speech onto like Facebook or all these channels, but they were getting in trouble for doing it. So they couldn't. So they had to find other ways around it. So, you know, they have people that play games. I don't know what you call them. You, uh, Twitch or whatever. Yeah. You watch Your people. Live stream, yeah. yeah. What you watch people yeah. playing games. Yeah. They were, you could watch these videos. They were paying them, getting in contact with them saying, look, do your thing, play your computer games, but can you just sort of talk about this through the game? So you, there'd be somebody just playing a game, and you're going, and then, and then Trump, you know, and, oh God, and what do you guys think? Thing, oh, I think it's this, and going, oh God, you're you're acting, you're, you've been bought off, and like halfway through an hour in, you just start randomly talking, about, oh God, like, have you seen a thing? Oh God, like, I think there's something about selling your soul, but it is <sighs> so right and so easy to fall into that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, as soon as you have an audience and you start to get paid for it, yeah, the evil turns up, and it's the young, it's like the army. They get them when they're young, when the the, the moral core isn't yeah. quite they just want the cash yeah and you sort of go well if you're starting out you forgive people for things but it's just the ugliness of it just 
contact you can you just talk about this and you go no let's so you're so right and to be honest i i think that's something that really concerns me from younger generations like there's a lot of people you know that just like they have like millions of followers on tiktok and it gets like thousands of pounds. And I, do you know what? If I was in that age, I think I'd probably done the same. Do you know what I mean? You can't think when you're a kid, but you can't. You know, yeah. 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 And, and just something to do, mucking around and attention. having a bit of attention. Yeah. yeah, having a bit of attention and a yeah. bit of fun and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. you know, It's just like, to be honest, it's just like the shit to being an influencer, you know. But how about be a good one, you know. Yeah. When you actually, you say you care about what you're talking about. Yeah. When you really put a, an effort, you know, to showcase what yeah. you're really passionate about. Yeah. Regardless than, you know, I'm just getting paid. There you go. Yeah. I've done it. I've been there, you know. And I rem- as soon as I started Instagram and I started, I remember... The hashtag ad was one of the first one that I have to include it, you know. What's that? The hashtag ad. ADD? Yes, the AD. That is advertising. Oh, and it okay, means like right. you're getting paid for it. Oh, right. And in 2016, 17, it becomes a regulator. You have to do it if you're just getting paid. That was when Instagram got really serious. So I remember I was one of the first ones to do that. And and I was a chance to like, hey, here's this phone app. Hey, this is this biscuits. Hey, this is this toothpaste. <laughs> I think I'm ha- up in a watch shop if I want to. The right, all, all yeah, the shoes oh, and it's right. just and it's a lot of money, man. You yeah, know? I so can imagine. I got really overwhelmed with all that, you know, and yeah. all the lovely community that I built. Yeah, you know, suddenly I start missing me. You know oh, what? It's not cool. Yeah, you know? that shopping channel, Jesus shopping channel. I was like, no, no, I don't want that. Yeah. So and I've become really selective about. What my brand is about, and 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 it's true, it's about experiences. You know, I really want to have a good time, share with my friends, and I want them to have a good time. Yeah, because they're fo- they're not following a show; they're following your version yeah. of what's good and bad. So you have to, and you have to make money. So you got to go to think of look. I'm trying to give you content, but I'll try and give you content that I believe in to a degree. You know, it's, I at least agree with these things. Um, but it's the I don't care. I'll just here's a tin of beans, sort of thing. Yeah, go, oh, and then it's just because the more that you do, this, the more followers you got, man. Yeah. You know, and the more stuff that you put out there, the more you will receive. You know, certainly there's a lot of people that just like posting. It's ridiculous that biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this guy, you know, with like a million followers. You know, been a back of Chris was just <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, I found I found that a bit unauthentic, you know. So I tried to stay away of that, and I lost a lot of followers and a lot of business, you know, because not doing that. But I much prefer to. Is there um, is there a, a what's a new? Like, we got Instagram. That's the main one. Is there something coming up that's new and? TikTok is breaking TikTok, in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I think you know everything is is towards that. Everything is very snappy. Uh, Social media is really pushing for creators, you yeah. know, become a creator, you know, do things, go viral. Because I said to you, younger generations, that's what they do, man, you know, they snap everything. Everything. Everything yeah. is instant. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen, um, I have a few cousins and obviously back in Madrid, I'm like this celebrity. Everybody look up to me like, oh my God, he's the shit. Yeah. And I don't, she has like thousands of followers. That's like one photo. You know, and they post it and after one hour, three hours, she's deleted you know, and they just get like thousands of likes and then, because everything is instant. Right. If you're not looking at me, you missed it. Oh God. It's, that's the gig. You've got to be constantly you watching me. You have to be. I can honestly see if we skip ahead 20 years, just everyone's got a camera on them. I'm not being funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Something will get, it'd be small, then it would get smaller and smaller and eventually you've just got something clipped well, here with we'll a camera. Having like body. And, and you're filming me yeah. and I'm filming you. Like, like police with like the body cams. Yeah. Kind of thing. Just, you know yeah. what? Are you so right? I agree with that. I think live streaming is becoming like, you, say, you just mentioned about Tweak, you're not, uh, 
the video gamers on that. Mm. It's just like everything is paid, particularly in social media, by watch time. You know, all the videos right. on YouTube, you know, the more that you are watched, yeah. the more money yeah. you get. You know, it's so obviously if you have like hundreds of hours. Yeah. Well, it's the thing with YouTube. It's not, they, they say with YouTube, it's not the video that you're watching now. It's the video you're going to watch. Yes. And they keep on trying to, the, the whole thing with YouTube is that, okay, you're watching this, but also you, we want you to, this is why there's loads of other videos around everywhere and links and connections yeah. and playlists and everything. If you're over um, 30. Because they want, they want you to keep watching, keep If forever. you're over 30 you can still sort of glimpse that time when it wasn't like that. It's the just growing up in that that worries me. Like, what comes along with that? What's the damage that comes along when I just have to be looked at? I've said this before, where you start judging yourself through the eyes of other people and you forgot who you are, and now it's just my value is tied up in just who's looking at me because it's always been there since I was a kid. And that's got to, that's got to, that wave, tidal wave still got to come because now you have got a generation that's just grown up being looked at where they can't remember anything else. That's got to, there's got to be something. Let's do something about it, man. I yeah. mean, I, I'm not really, I'm just, I'm not, I'm really concerned about that, man. Yeah. You know, it's everybody is just like, oh, I just really want to be an influencer. This yeah. is like, all there is, you know, it's just people to send you stuff and do things, you know. How about before I send you stuff, how about get some stuff and talk about, if you really want to talk about and showcase you talking to the world, find something that you want to do it. Yeah. Oh, you, you're, so you're not, Charles is not on any platform anywhere. How come man? I have a joke Twitter account. Oh, oh yeah. That's actually hilarious. i follow you, man. <laughs> How many have you got now? It's like seven. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've used it. I need to get back on it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just. You post regularly once a year. Uh, yeah, I, just, I save up some good, good funny tweets <laughs> occasionally. I send to uh, famous people or, politi- or politicians or whatever. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You have to get some kind of a troll around. You yeah. Know, it's like, <laughs> Piss off. So just, just no, not even, not even kind of, just, just more whimsical, I'd say, rather yeah. than outright hate. <laughs> <laughs> just odds, just, just odds to make them go. What? Okay. Have you got a photograph on there? No. Uh, yes. An egg. Just the egg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not, but not the egg. A picture of an egg. Oh, that, oh <laughs> a boiled egg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A fried egg. <laughs> yeah, we need to get you on LinkedIn. We've got to sort of move you into the into the color. Yeah, you see, it's just social media. I believe it or not, it's very important. I mean, you have yeah, to be there. The world's you changed, know, yeah. and I think it's important to to have a representation. Make sure you have a direction on each of them. So I have a very good LinkedIn as well, and I've built it in over the years, and it's a brilliant platform, you know, to yeah, showcase yeah, yeah. yourself, your skills, and very different. I am starting to see more and more pets and poems yeah. on LinkedIn. I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for another proper LinkedIn to pop Poet. up out of it. It'll be like LinkedIn Pro. <laughs> as soon as, as, soon as be, you post, as soon as you can start posting. Like I've seen a lot, because I was on there for a long time, yeah. and it's I've slowly seen it, and every now and again you see a big jump where there is a, a cat, and you go, oh, no, and then now somebody else is going to... And now it is becoming Facebook. It's, I've seen posts that people say, this isn't Facebook, and then a big yeah. article. <laughs> and then people say, nah, leave it alone. But I can, another one will pop up. It'll be like, there always has to be an exclusive version of something. So I can see another LinkedIn popping up or somebody going, look, this is what LinkedIn used. This is for business. Do not be doing this. And that. Well, the, the, the issue is with some of these things is trying to monetize it. Because, I mean, Twitter, I don't think, runs at a profit. So I think Twitter Even actually now. runs at a loss now because they haven't really successfully monetized. Right. Like, oh, right. Yes. It doesn't really work well. I don't campaigns on LinkedIn. It doesn't really. Yeah. I think LinkedIn does have ads, though. Doesn't Sorry, uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter I was Twitter, about. yeah, Twitter. Uh, Twitter doesn't, and that's uh, been a big issue because, yeah, so it's been running. How do they make the money? Advertising? There's no adverts on, is there? They do, yeah. They run a lot of ads as well, and there's a very, oh. there is a very as well, um, like a group, uh, kind of society base, you know, and so, and I use it mostly Twitter for news, man, you know, and to to pick up journalists. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so what do you use for what? So Instagram is you, your brand. Yes. Twitter. I just use more like a PR perspective. For example, if I'm after a journalist or I'm after a specific news, even if I'm writing an article and I'm looking for some specific right. news, I go, I do a bit of research on Twitter. And what about Facebook? Uh, it's my personal man, you it know. I, I, I do have, um, yes, I have a Facebook page. I have people on that, you know, and I'm actually Facebook friendly, you know. I tend to uh, accept people, well, it depends, you know. But uh, it's mostly used for content old people now really <laughs> <laughs> if you have any, have any elderly yeah friends, I have that's, that's friends the major from Spain yeah. you know okay, right, but from yeah. Dublin you know but everything that I post in Facebook just basically uh, quotes and cats and right. memes you know so it's still very much just social contact it is Facebook, social yeah. media I mean all of them it's just to be social you know you have to speak about it and you have to be on it somehow and and it's important to have a presence. Yeah. You don't have to be in all of them, I think. So there's nothing else coming up, another other, another little new thing? It's just TikTok and Instagram are just... Um, there's something else coming up, actually, I have to tell you. Uh, I'm not sure if it's social media yet, but um, there's something that I've been working on for quite a long time, oh, yeah. man. Yes. Because, uh, you know, guys, I've been um, uh, working with a lot of restaurants and it's been uh, really really challenging moment. You know, I told you, man, losing all, it was just really tough. So, um I am developing my own very own foodie platform, which is called Spot no. On. Yes, man. Spot On. Yes, it's happening. I did see that on your Twitter, actually. Yes, and I wonder yes, what it was. Yes, it's coming up. So, and I've been working so hard, and I, it is pretty much ready to go as it called Labs next week. And what is it oh, that's not well, on your sort of Instagram? What is it doing that's not? It's everything that is on my Instagram. It's an extension of my community towards more community, more people. Yeah. So, and but just about restaurants. Yes, okay. and experiences. Yes. And experience. So I, I'm kind of keen, you know, to develop a, a growing foodie community. Obviously, uh, London, because, you know, I love London food yeah. scene. It's probably one of the best in the world. And I think probably is that... Uh, interesting to hear from a, a non-English person, because English food has a tradition of being terrible and the restaurant scene traditionally this, oh. is, this is a while ago i'm saying the, well like, i think he's talking about european restaurants in england well, obviously <laughs> so, yeah. although i went to a place recently in soho and they did very good fish and chips which i was surprised by lovely it was actually i was like oh that's nice Any, i mean anything well done you know what i mean you, even uh, some of the best the food always thinks the simplest stuff but with yeah. very good ingredients yeah. very well you know, have you got nice. any restaurant reviews that you've been to recently any sort of kebab houses <laughs> <that> <laughs> Anyone you want to give a shout out to? I've been, I've, I've been working my way through the burrito places. I oh, okay. find, brilliant! And I love a bit of Mexican food. Yeah, and, um, it doesn't love me so much. Right, but, uh, <laughs> the Taco Bell. It doesn't stop me so. in the the Lakeside Thurrock. There's a Taco Bell there, so I went in there. Yeah, I didn't know they were owned by KFC. Taco Bell. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, they serve beer in some of them. Really? I didn't know that too. Wow. Yeah, it's quite. Um, uh, they do. It's very. It's cheaper than I thought, and it's quite filling food. It's, uh, it's like McDonald's. It's like McDonald's. If oh, don't was. ruin it. I'll no, still it's like McDonald's. <laughs> it's like Mexican food. It's just like okay, yeah, it's alright. It's really heavy, and yeah. we just always put a lot of beans yeah. and you know, and meats. Meat, so yeah. yeah. So what's your sorry. favorite? If, if what's in your favorite list of? Uh, cuisines in terms of countries and um i i, I do have a favorite yeah. cuisine and it's made Iranian. i'm just gonna leave it there because i cannot it's very hard for me to choose i yeah. love italian i love greek food spanish french i love turkish food as well even egyptian man i don't know there's something about the spaces the mixing of of different cuisines on the same plate you know in fruits and maybe because all of us are kind of share 
the same kind of olive oils and yeah. there's something kind of common all about them. Yeah. So if I have to choose a cuisine, it's definitely Mediterranean. Mediterranean, yeah. But I love Asian foods. Uh, I love as well. And uh, funny enough, you mentioned about, you know, English food being horrible. I don't think so. No? I think it's very well, um, it has its own charm and everything is cooked but can you think of a place that does in, what you think of as English food? Yes, I do. I know several, actually. And I actually love that they're taking this, this, this trend happening that's called uh, traditional English with a modern twist. Oh, right. So you end up having this kind of a little roast, you know, with yeah. a mix of uh, veggies happening. But it's really nice and petite. But you end up carrying as a Sunday roast, they all know, basically, you know. What's it called? English? Mod- it's, it's, a, it's a traditional English with a modern twist. Yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, as he was talking, I was thinking, I'm hungry. <laughs> Get some food. No, but, and, and, and it's true, man. There's something very traditional. For example, the stew is something that is very traditional right. from here as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. The fish and chips, believe it or not, I think not even, I mean, it's, people sound like, ah, fish and chips, you know, let's do it. But I mean, the way it's made the batter, you know, I've been in fish and chip right, places. Yeah. They're like literally masters making the batter right. and then right, choosing the right cuts. Different types of oils, but they nut oils and things that they do. The, yeah, right. Everything yeah, made, yeah, yeah, made yeah, of, yeah. that makes their own flavor. So, but the thing I like about uh, London and not just the UK, London specifically, because it's such a multicultural blast that has everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not about uh, European restaurants in here. European restaurants in here taste on its own. Yeah. It's the same Indian food state here on its own. So, and I, I have, I've traveled quite a bit, you know, and, and I can tell you there's just like a huge hot pot. Do you cook yourself? I do. You do? Like, what do you tend to cook? Um, I, I try to keep it really simple this day. Spanish, you still... Well, healthy. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I cook very well tortilla, by the way. Okay. You know? No, no, I must cook one, but... <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of my, my signature Spanish, let's right. just say that. But, you know, I love cooking some kind of stir fries, you know, make them on my own. I love to cook in fish. I love to cook right. in, you know, a lot of pasta. I make lovely lasagna. So, yeah. Whereabouts in London do you live? What area? I live in Camberwell. Brixton. Oh, Camberwell. Well, yes, I live in Lombard Junction, which is between Brixton and Camberwell. This is a really odd is, Have you just lived there in London? Uh, no, I've lived everywhere in here, okay. man. You know, I was living in a very posh place before in South Kensington. I was actually in Cromwell Road, like, just across the Victoria yeah, yeah. Museum. And it has a such a lovely flat, but I got sold. Oh. So, I have to go. And I- so, the place we were recording previously was in South Kensington just off of Sloan Square oh right and recently did I tell you this it got flooded in the basements sure oh what recently recently as well yeah. like and my week, god not with water it was all sewage and there's people that live in them it's not all offices it's basements so the guy was like yeah. I'm done he said it's good. we have to get like chemical cleaners in here oh. it's got, he said it's going to cost like 50 grand and he said and he was saying he said look i said like, i feel really bad for you because he said look we can't use them it's it can't do this he said um but he, he was saying and he sounded a bit depressed because he had it for a long time he said but there's like single mothers like living in here and that's chemical Aww. waste that's because the basement has just gone in and i googled it and um it's a big problem in london for basement flats because what's happened now is because of all the thing that the weather and things have changing um, they're not to- people aren't talking about it, but you're the what would happen was happening. There's a there's a certain give in the ground for like swelling of water and things like that, just generally across London. But because of so much building everywhere, when it does swell up, there's nowhere for the water to go in the new builds. So it's filtering into like the oh. older build, like the basement flats and things. So people that in there, they had sewage coming up through the floor. And you can't just get drain that out. That means the whole thing has to be 
cleaned out. So they've knocked that on the head down. That's gone now. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it's terrible because yeah. he's only really. I feel bad for him. It's a good, really good location. Well. But it's, yeah. the, it's just yeah. the best that's thing. just human beings yeah. just saying, look, we want to impose ourselves on the land, and <laughs> you have to bend around us, and it, you know the land going, no, we're gonna gonna do what I want. But I felt yeah. So now, whenever I hear basement flats are in London, there was a guy on the um, an article. He said he saw ten feet water coming up through the 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 the, the out of a, a pipe. And he got out to take photographs until somebody said, no, get back. It's not water, that's sewage. So he had to go, get back on the bus. So it's like, they're, nobody's talking about it, but oh London's my really struggling with like the water thing. Well, I'm now. very happy I live in the first floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, it's a nice area, South Kensington. It's very, very nice. I love it. But I think one of the things I'm all lost about living in the different places, because I live in around quite a few, it's just how different London is. Yeah, oh yeah, pretty amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. You seem to live in general. A like couple t- of job, uh, uh, trains, and you're somewhere else. Completely, yeah. man. I tell a couple you of just... streets sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, go, you, you know, you go down a different street, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. right. Well, no, I, I love it. I love it. And I think where I live now, I mean, it's really cool. It's very multicultural. Yeah. And even you know, when I was living in South Kensington, I mean, it was fabulous. But uh, are you think gonna get any better than that? But I think now, you know, what I am, it's kind of a more fun. Right. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. You got sun. More lively, isn't it? Camberwell, yeah, especially. It is. <laughs> I remember, I remember hanging out there a few times. Oh my god! How many places have you lived in London? Uh, just like one, really. Because you just go back to Reading, don't you? Uh, I mean, I'm in Reading right now. Yeah. yeah so where were you in London? Uh, uh what's it? Uh, Streatham. Oh, okay. When did you leave there? Or how long were you there for? I don't remember you being uh, there that long. Yeah, a few years. Oh. I, I can't remember. Like a few years, but I left before, around. Uh, it was just around COVID. It was literally like beginning of COVID. Because so, of that? Is that why? Yeah, you're... kind of. Because okay. uh, lots of things conspired because I sort of lost my job. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I was working in hospitality and that, that went. That went. And then, um, yeah, and then basically the guy who owned the flat like came back and then wanted to More move rent. in. Yeah, no, wanted to move in. Oh, right. So it's just like, oh, okay, great. And then it was, I mean, that was in March or something. So it was looking like it was. So you're going to move back? Or you, I mean, you've got a job up there. In... Well, it's all very complicated, right. but I might, I might be, I might be, I might end up moving to Croydon. Which is, uh, oh, I've sort of, I've got, got a job in Croydon. So kind of. What the job that we spoke, you've, you, that's in yeah, Croydon? Yeah, I'm doing 50-50. I'm doing 50-50. Oh, it's based in Croydon. Okay. But I'm doing, I'm doing How about you tell, where did you live? You live around here? I've moved every like year. <laughs> I'm just the, the 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 prices of rent chases me. So and then <laughs> and I get somewhere that I like, and then the away. it goes up, and I go, oh, I run away like over here, and then the rent chases me. Like, oh, gotta go over here. It's like a shock wave of like <laughs> <laughs> you just you like <laughs> trying to feed myself. <laughs> Remember that terrible <laughs> film, um, Keanu Reeves. Um, Which one? And he was, he played, a, he played like a nuclear scientist. Always a good look for him. Yeah. yeah. It's an uh, 80s film. Yeah. Uh, it's a 90s one. There was like, it was chain reaction. There we go. Oh, I haven't seen that. It was just famous because there was a big, huge explosion. He was like riding a little motorbike. <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> this like sh- nuclear right shock. behind you, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's me, but with like landlords yeah. going, more money, I want more, I want more. But no, I saw I had to move out of London to sort this place out because it was just, you couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was like, it was the, the rent for like a studio was the price of like two mortgage payments and it was madness. So I said, yeah. I've got to get out of London. So it's just, it's easier to just, just get out of London, be an hour drive away and be able to afford to have like this and do things here. Cause if you can't do it and live here, you can't, you, but, but even then like Reading's expensive now. Like yeah, well, they've all moved. <laughs> you know, just, just, it's just, yeah. yeah Cause I'm saying that shockwave's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. it's getting, yeah. No, for, when I was doing removals and I had to move somebody up to um, Liverpool and the guy I was with, so this is about, 
eight years ago we moved because a lot of people were moving out of like young people were going back to where they were from because they'd come to london realized we can't save money here so we have to go back to our parents do things online save money there and come back when we have got money so we moved a lot of people up to manchester and all these sort of places and we took a guy to um uh, liverpool and the guy i was with said uh, i asked him how much the rent is and i said you didn't ask him that i said no i was just wondering so it's a two-bedroom near a river Look quite nice, like quite new, open plan kitchen sort of two bedroom, and um, he, do you know how much it was? Four hundred and fifteen pound. Oh god, two bedroom. I was like, wow, like that's you don't realise growing up you get because the rent's gone up slowly for so long consistently you forget. It's like the old bald frog thing; it just boils. So you don't know you're being yeah. boiled alive, and you go. So that's some. That's not his mortgage payment. That's him renting. Mm-hmm. So somebody's paying a mortgage less than that. And earning money. My, my mate had like a three-bedroom house. It wasn't Newbury, so I mean, it's not great. Yeah. But it was a nice place, a new build. Not the most liveliest place in the whole world. And that was like a three-bedroom house, new. It was like 950 a month yeah. or something. I'm just no. like... What? One of the places I was in, the <laughs> yeah. guy... To get like a tight, like live in a cupboard, like a coffin or something. <laughs> yeah. A guy I knew I was living with, um, he was come down when they were building the Tottenham Football Stadium or something was going oh, on. Yeah, yeah. And he was from Leeds. And... Um, he said, how do you afford it down here? He said, I've got a three-bedroom house with a garage outside, and it's more than they want for this room. And I was like, oh, my God, like you just forget, don't you? You just don't realise it's happening yeah. slowly. I mean, let's just put the congestion charge up again now. So that's 15 quid. So it, it, Just across the city, yeah. Yeah, and plus you've got the ULEV, so you have to pay £15 on top of that. So if you want to go into London, it's 30 quid to drive. Forget the parking, £5 an hour. You can't bre- <laughs> I'm running out of money already. <laughs> it was £4.50 when it first started. It was just one charge, £4.50 for the congestion charge. Then it went up, then it went up, then it went up. And I thought, well, you've paid that, so we're going to create another one Come called in, the ULEV. Yeah. So let's bung another one on. Gosh. And now, it's not just in central London. I think in 2022, it's going around the whole of the North, North Circular. So it's going to cost you 30 quid a day. Just to drive to be here. It doesn't matter if you've got a van, if you don't oh, earn a lot. Man. But it's really criminal because... As I say to somebody, if you're rich, you don't notice that. It doesn't matter. Well, you know, you millions, you know, charge what you want, keep people yeah. out. But if, you, if you've got a building company, or you, you, you can't afford that every day. That could be yeah. your profit. It's bloody criminal. It's, it's ridiculous. And they say it's because of the pollution and all that. Well, the wind doesn't care about your little, it goes where it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be fair, I do notice the air quality. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like in London, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's something I do notice, just because, I mean, I live out, out of town now. I mean, it's so, not um, good. There's so, buildings so I, I everywhere. Really, I do yeah. kind of notice it a bit, like, and it is just, like, thicker. But then horrible. it's not, but do something about it. Don't charge your way out. You're not solving the problem yeah. by Where's, keeping yeah, people yeah. out. Just call it a VIP zone and just say only Rolls Royces only because we want to keep the, you know, <laughs> what, what do you, what you, you can't say there's a load of pollution here. So we have to charge you so you can't come in here. You go, well, that's not fair. But what do you mean? Well, it's not going to, if that money was being ring fenced and going to like yeah, but, green yeah, issues yeah. or yeah. renewable energy sources yeah. or electric charging but it's not it just keeps people out i mean somebody said to me said they just want the houses to they don't want these roads clogged up with all these things it's all the areas that are nice areas um oh yeah all the they're they just want to keep all the riffraff out i said it's basically just that it's like the old racial cleansing things but just a financial cleansing that's all it is and i knew a property developer and he said you're going to start seeing more and more gated communities popping up i've seen a couple in london where they own the street and there's just a security guard. And you think, well, how can you do that? You can't just close oh, off no. the street. Well, but, um, um, but they said, you're going to start seeing more and more and then they'll just start putting up 
gates at the end, they'll own the street and then you can't yeah. go in there and can't go in there. Well, it's such a shame. I mean, is I think the entire world and society is tend to start to be privatizing. Yeah. You know, and everything starts yeah. to become just like, well, this is mine, you're not here, this yeah. belongs to me, it doesn't belong to you. But, you know, there's still a very multicultural pot, you know, and that's yeah, why yeah. we are all here. Mm. So I hope that doesn't change. It's up for the new generation to fight against the old Let's, guys, the yeah, old fuddy-duddies. <laughs> that's the thing. I do have some confidence because I think some of the younger people have some very... Uh, very chill ideas on lots of stuff on yeah. you yes. know on, on lots of issues that we've only... been struggling over and tripping up on i think that yeah. like, on the whole there is a sort of old whole... guard that's holding on Do you know with me too with the financial institutions that old that was there for so long that yeah. it's so gripped on but things are so different now with the internet i think they're it's gonna everything's gonna slowly erode things are gonna completely so change after, things are so different with the internet that I think that's just it will be a time that existed and it, it is right and particularly with this new generation that we're talking about you know they're aware of everything yeah, that's going yeah, on I believe right. it or not you know all the stuff that has happened over the last year not just only with all the COVID pandemic you know with the Black Lives Matters and all this yeah. social movement they're huge you know they're creating a big awareness about that's what's right. going this on this is the first generation that are now aware of what's all they been do. going on they yeah. do okay. and I, I really believe everything everything that is very fashionable is a bit of a bubble yeah it's going to a point that is going to explode yeah. you know and everything so the most important thing is people are aware now you know about plastic and pollution and yeah. and recycle and i think it's very important to to have a hope for yeah. it you know well i i gave myself a glimmer of hope i can feel the warmth of a freedom on my face once more. I think with the young people, I think there is. I think it's I th yeah, yeah. I think I think there is there yeah. is some hope there. And so we'll I'll end on that. Is in, uh, so what are you your website? What's the website? Yeah, it's got a spot on dot news. It's coming up next spot week. Spot on dot news. Dot news. Yes. Yeah. And um, your your named website is uh, www. Uh, and then the other one is blessings global. I've got tons of website, man. Well, okay. I'll, go yeah. for it. Plug it. Plug <laughs> it. Go for it. Uh, when yeah. is it. So is it the the spot on news is open now? Is, is there content on there? We're like. Yes, the loads, the loads. Oh, right. We're we're launching on uh, on Thursday. So, oh, okay. and I'm good luck for that. We, thank you very much. We're really excited, and we'll have a little event later on in September. I'm just going to invite what, you over. What so. would that be? An event, yeah, which is for the launch. No, yeah. but I mean, what what will it be? Have you planned anything specifically? Yes, we've got tons of planning actually. Oh, okay. uh, there is a lot down the line. The only thing is just like I just really want to make sure we launch on capacities, right? Regardless, just putting everything out there at right. the same time. We're going to do it in a specific. And we're invited, are we? Of course, we do, okay. man. We'd love to have you around. Okay, right, there you go. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank for you the so show. much it's to been you fantastic. guys. And, yeah. um, it's a pleasure. pleasure. To watch <laughs> and there you go. We will be back next week with uh, I think John Higgins. We're doing uh, movies, doing films, films. Yeah. Cool. So we'll see you next week. Hit it, Karim. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. Could be larger than